and welcome to our world with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today, my friend? Everything's good. How's everything on your end? Everything's fantastic. Fantastic. We we got a nice light show. But before we actually even start the show, uh, I see that uh, Bill O'Reilly is being brought up on his uh, sexual harassment charges. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I hope this woman uh, rakes him through the coals. I really do. Yeah, and according to reports, this ain't the first time, so. He's a piece of shiot. And I would not mind him uh, catching pure D hell because he sits on Mount Olympus as though he's a pearly white, clean. And we know that he's a piece of crap, so, you know. Yep. It was always what they say was that saying, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Oh, yeah, this guy's living in a, like a thinly, this, this, he don't even have storm windows. That's just thin-plated glass. You can see through it, but nobody attacks him. So this is, you know, I feel bad for the woman, but, yeah, you know, big old fat fuck you, uh, Bill O'Reilly, every day, all day. You know? Yeah, I agree. Listen, man, I, I, I wanted to ask you a question. I want to see if this has ever happened to you. Have you ever had a friend, doesn't have to be a friend, say a, a co-worker, associate, whatever, who started dating a chick, and in the beginning, he would always talk about this woman, not in the most glowing manners, and then after a while, they become a long-term relationship. Yeah, I actually had that happen to both sexes, a guy and a girl, has done that to me before. Yeah, the girl talked shit about the guy she met, and the guy that talked shit about the girl he met, so... I think it goes both ways on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I had a buddy like that, and it, it was kind of wild. I remember one time we was drinking, and he was uh, talking about her sexual habits, and it involved urine. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> it involved urine, and it seemed to be that she liked it, she liked doing it. Now, this fucking guy wound up marrying this woman. This is a woman I've known for 20 years now. Amen. You know she likes it. Every time I got to look at this woman, I got to think about these two idiots playing P games. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, people, keep your fucking uh, relationship. Even though she's brand new, if you make sure that it's completely over before you start talking shit about her, her hairstyle, you know, how nice she throws down in bed, anything. If it's not glowing, I mean, okay, you could say simple shit like, man, that woman can cook. She's a great dancer. She keeps a clean crib, you know, that kind of shit. But, man, you don't want to talk about sexual stuff. Or even if she's a major pain in the ass, suppose you fall in love with her. Yeah, I, I know people that are married to this day. Even coworkers, they'll come to my desk and be like, my fat-ass wife says such and such. She doesn't try to give me no sex. I'm like, first off, I don't want to know your wife is fat. And if she is fat, if you come to my desk and complain about your wife every single day, Maybe you should get a divorce. Yeah, yeah. It's not your fucking fault. You know, it's I never met your wife before. Why are you telling me she's fat? Yeah, I, I, a guy told me something when I was real young. He said, don't ever talk about the woman that you're with. I don't care if it's true. Keep that shit to yourself. If you got to sit in the mirror, if you need to talk to somebody, just even if you're a lunatic, sit in the mirror and tell yourself or talk to her about it. But don't, you know, don't, I don't want to know about your woman and she's got a farting problem. She's real flatulent. <laughs> I mean, now, now, 
see, people don't think long term. Suppose it works out, and now you got all this information about her out there. You know, yep. and you yeah, wonder that why why every time we get together, I'm giggling like I'm four and a half years old. <laughs> Because I'm thinking about your woman over there just passing gas. I mean, matter of fact, when I smell something, I'm thinking it's her and not you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. I yeah. wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not interested. I don't want to know. Don't just pop up in the conversations because not those ten. I don't even want to hear it. You, you know what? To tell you the, the, the God's honest truth, I don't want to hear it. And the thing with me is. I always seem to be the, I'm like the priest. People are always telling me their fucking problems. <laughs> you know what? I've known guys, the women who cheated on their men, and I'd be like, why are they telling me? What? You know what I think it is? I think I have a good ear. I just, I will actually just sit there and let them blab on for their 10, 15 minutes, and I won't say a word. I won't say a word positive. I won't say a word negative. The most I, you'll get out of me is, ah, oh, all right, okay. Wow. And that's it. I'll leave it right there. I'll be like, yep. because I know what will happen is y'all two fucking lunatics will work it out, and then I become the enemy. Do you know what Doc told me? I should leave your ass. Well, he's a piece of shit. You know? Now I'm the enemy, and I didn't do anything wrong. Yep, and then they'll be still be together. Yeah, yeah. So the best thing I could do is I go, shut, shut the hell up. I'll sit here and listen. Man, I, I got to... If the secrets were worth anything, I'd be a millionaire because i got so many. I'm telling you, I've been a priest to my friends and family now for over 40 fucking years. Even as a kid, it seemed like people were telling me shit that was too heavy for my brain. Now, let me I, ask you a question. Is it a secret? I feel like you're, you're amongst a group. Let's say it's about 80 of y'all. And, and everyone, everyone know, you know a secret about one person in that group. The other seven, but the other seven people know the same secret. So is that technically a secret? Uh, no. It's, you know what? That's that's unspoken. So are you allowed to bring it up at the table yeah. if all seven people know about it? No, because it's unspoken. Oh, that happened to me before then. And see, here's the thing. I, I was, you know, how Facebook gives you these. Uh, they let you go back a year. Yeah, your memories of whatever the fuck you call it. So one of my memories from last year, actually, I didn't even know I was going to talk about this, but it fits this topic. Here's the thing. So I'm going to change my answer after thinking about what I wrote. You really can't be ever mad at somebody for telling a secret. And the reason you can't be mad at somebody for telling a secret, think about who the original rat was. The original rat was the first person who told on themselves. Yep. And people don't think about it that way. If it's such a secret, why are you telling me? Shouldn't it be a secret to yourself to begin with? Exactly. If you don't want nobody to know, keep it to yourself. Right. So you're holding me to a higher standard than you hold yourself. I felt like in this situation, I was right because all the people at the table knew the secret. And when I said it, everyone looked at me like, (gasps) like you're shocked. I was like, oh, you motherfucker threw me under the bus. (laughs) <laughs> so, now, it, it, but I, I think it also depends on what is this particular secret. I mean, is it something devastating that's going to destroy this person that everybody else knows? Or, I mean, because they already know, but you know what? Shit is, it's like a videotape. Stuff don't get real until you see it. 
So what, I, what I tell people is if we're if we're joking around and I say stop, I ain't joking no more. And you want to keep going, then I'm going to use my atomic bomb that I've been holding for years. Well, you know what, I Ned, I am with you with that. I play dirty, and if anybody that knows me uh, is listening, and they could definitely comment on our YouTube page after subscribing, commenting, and sharing, and liking. I am the dirtiest ranker. I'm like an old school comedian. I go for the juggler vein. I want to leave you crumbled. I don't want you to have a comeback. <laughs> so I am, you know, I am going to play, it's called playing dirty pool. I'm playing dirty pool. I'm going for the juggler. I'm trying to hit you way below the belt, man. And I've done it many times and I have left a lot of teenage male black men in the streets, on the streets of New York City, actually in tears because they couldn't believe I went there. <laughs> but I will go. I will go there. I, You know what? Your mama jokes is nothing. But your yeah, mama right. joke when I know what your mother did is a whole different thing. Yeah, like I would never – I've hit I've hit the low blows, but I would never say, like, I have a friend whose mom was a crack. It is a crackhead. I wouldn't use that in my in my jokes against her. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> His mother. I have some decency. <laughs> I mean, I have, I'm I'm like the old saying, sir. Do you have any decency? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, I, no. I'm going for the mama crack jokes. I'm going for anything that I can. Matter of fact, I don't want. I don't want. The eight guys standing there rolling on my behalf, you know, like, <laughs> now I'm feeling like an ass. Or as I'm walking home, I say, you know what, I could have got him. Yeah. I never think that way. Oh, but you know what, guys found out real early, don't bother me with that. Don't bother me. Because I never like, I never like being the butt of jokes. Yeah, you know? I always tell people, I said, you kick, if your kid can't fight, teach him how to tell jokes. Teach him how to be funny. Because that would save him in school. Because no one messes with this funny person. No, no, no. Because that's that, that's a gut punch that you can't take back. Because that just starts spreading before you get out. Did you hear what such and such said? It should be around the corner before you turn the corner. Yep. <laughs> well, since we, we we talked about that, I, I, I'm going to ask you a question, man. It's going to be a little of a head hurter. I decided that any time that we play F, Mary Kill, it cannot be about fine women. It can't be about decent-looking women, depending on what your tastes are. So I got one for you. Donatella Versace, Versace, Versace. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Sandra Bernhardt. And to finish this trinity out, we got Mrs. Leslie Jones. There's a gun to your head. You got no choice. So it's Leslie Jones, Versace, and who was the third person? Sandra Bernhardt. Oh, it's Sandra Bernhardt. Sandra right. Bernhardt. Yeah, you could definitely kill Sandra Bernhardt. Uh, I probably sell myself, so I'm going with Versace because I can use her money. And I probably have to sleep with uh, Leslie Jones. At least, she, at least she'll crack me up. Okay, well, me, I, I, I would tell you why. I'm, I'm marrying Versace, and I'm going to tell her, 
See, because it's not mutually exclusive that I have to sleep with you because I'm married to you. So I'm going to tell I have erectile dysfunction <laughs> after the marriage. You know, I, I got I got physical problems that do not allow me to take Cialis or the purple or the the blue pill or whatever, Viagra or Cialis. So I can't take that. I'm not getting a pump. So I have erectile dysfunction. And but I love you, and we're going to stay married. And you're allowed to keep all your boyfriends. Oh, you can even bring them around me. I don't care. You're free to do whatever you want. Male, female, I don't give a fuck. Foursomes, orgies, I don't care. So I'm definitely marrying her. And you can keep those funky fucking shirts, too. I don't want those either. I'm going to kill uh, Leslie. The reason I'm going to kill Leslie is because I don't want to be in any relationship with a woman who... Things that physically, if we get into an argument, she could tell me stuff like, don't make me kick your ass. <laughs> and might actually believe she could do it. Because Leslie outheights me. So she might not outheight you, but she's got me on height and weight. So I, she's just too big. I'm not going down that road. I, I, I'm going to go with the lesbian for the sex. She's the least used up of anybody. <laughs> I mean, she's a mess to look at, and she's a comedian, so maybe she might say a couple of jokes here and there, and she she has interesting friends. So I, I'll, I'll sleep with Sandra. It'll be hard. It'll be really a difficult thing to do. But maybe one day she'll even bring in other girls. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's not a pleasant thought. I, I just had, uh, oh, man. Everything just went away. If I had any sexual drives on my mind today, they're dead. <laughs> that just killed it. So we're going to talk about some beat-up athletes, man. We talked about Noah at one point last week. Now Derek, Joe, Derek Rose joins the I'm injured for the 900th time list. Yeah, uh, I take this one as a, this is a simple injury. I think Westbrook has this done to both his knees as well. I just feel bad because this is a contract season for him. And this is his best season in the last mm, five seasons. The last six seasons, this is his best season as far as averaging points and shooting percentage. Do you think that he has any chance whatsoever to land more than a one-year deal with anybody? Um, I thought after before this injury, yes, but after this injury, I wouldn't take a chance. I would do another. I would try to sign him for a one-year deal with a play with a team option or a play option, and and figure it out from there. If you play well, then you get more money. If you don't, and you sit on the injured list, then I can't help you, bro. Yeah, yeah, I feel really bad for him, man. Uh, but this is this is just going on for too too long. I don't know when he just gets frustrated and says. If I'm not in a position to even win a championship, I'm walking away. Has he made any good money in Chicago? When he got to Chicago, did they sign him to a big deal? Yeah, he had a – after his MVP, after he won the MVP, he got a, a great money. But what I don't understand is why the Knicks was already mathematically out of the playoffs. Why are you still playing? Because I think they were trying to force everybody that was on that court that triangle down their throat. They finally, I think, pulled the trigger and decided that Carmelo is pretty much 
shut down for the season too. Yeah, so you should. Uh, Rose is a. You know he's injury prone as of late, so take him out. Here's the stats. All right, and when Rose first came to the league, he played 81 games. Second year, 78 games. Third year, he played 81 games. Then he played 39 games, 10 games, 51 games. Then he was back up to 66, and this season he played 64. Okay, well, so he had three whole years of playing less than 60 games. But 64, you said 64 this year? Yeah, 64 out of 82. Okay, so that shows somewhat durability. And and if you're saying that this is just some exploratory little lightweight cleanup thing, then yeah, they got the, they have, I think when you tell your meniscus, you have an option of either reattaching it. The time frame of being out is like six to eight weeks. Yeah, and that's when they find out if the surgery if the surgery is needed or not. Yeah, you can either reattach it or have it cut and come back sooner. But because that's what Cam, Cam had that with his shoulder. Yeah, and I think Westbrook had it when he went out and for um, the Thunder, but I think he chose to reattach his. Mm. But I'm like, I didn't even realize Derrick Rose is shooting. His best season, he shot 48%. He's shooting 47% right now for the Knicks. So, obviously, he was working towards the contract. Yeah, well, we all know Derrick's far from a bum. Derrick is... Derek is suffering from that Grant Hill syndrome where Grant just could not seem to get on the court for years. I mean, he was the man for a while, was it Detroit? And then he fell apart. Oh, yeah, he, play, he played on that bum ankle. That's what I tell people. You push ankle, do not play. Because why are you doing more damage to a broken ankle? Yeah, that's true. Man. But I can see there's some teams that need a point guard, a scoring point guard. So he may end up may not be a winning team, but at this point, he only has seven years in the league. He at least needs one more contract. Yeah, and think about it. His seven years, is he really only got like four years under his belt. The rest of it yeah, is just sit down and recoup time. Yeah, because three years, he basically played less than 50 games, even though one season he played 51. But. So let's say one, he played a total of, and from 2011 to 2014, he played a total of about 90, 95 games, which is basically almost a season. A season and a good playoff run. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that LeBron does every year. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now. No, go ahead. No, you just going to say something? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, our next broken up guy, a guy who actually – an innovator, a dude that I really used to enjoy watching. And I bring him up because the Masters starts Thursday. And for three weeks, I hear the hype that Mr. Tiger Woods is going to play in the Masters. Then, like, Saturday morning, I'm watching ESPN, and they dropped the bomb. Tiger withdraws from the Masters. This fucking guy, man, he cannot get on a golf course. And this was a dude, man who made millions of people watch every tournament he ever played in, man, because I'm going to tell you now, I don't know if you watch golf at all. No, I'm not. I'm not a golf player. What Tiger Woods was doing in his prime with a golf club and a ball was some of the most amazing shit. I love golf. I actually absolutely love it. I do not call golf a sport. 
I know what it is. It's a game. Shooting darts is not a sport. I don't give a fuck who you think you are. You're not an athlete. Bowlers, you're not athletes. Uh, <laughs> that's bullshit. When a guy thinks, if you could eat fucking chicken wings and do that thing that you're supposed to be doing, it's not a sport. You can't eat chicken wings and play basketball or run track. But, you know, I think he's been, how old is Tiger now? I think Tiger's about 40. Right, so 40, he's been, he turned pro in 96, that gives him 21 years. I mean, I know Garvin could play for a while, long time, but he had, he reached, he reached Mount Everest already. So the only other place he could go was down. And once he started getting all those injuries, I think that's what he started sliding down the mountain. Well, you know, I can't sit here and actually uh, say for shit certain, but being around and, and, and without going through any personal details, he has the classic body and ailments of a roid abuser. Oh, uh, damn, is steroids and golf? Uh, well, have you ever seen what Tiger used to look like? In his heyday, he was built like a wide receiver in the NFL. Oh. So he's 6'1", 185, but 6'1", 185 chiseled, not a yeah. golfer. This is a wide receiver, 6'1", 185. Yeah, I feel like everything went downhill when he had that, he got caught cheating and he had to get the divorce from his wife. Like he went downhill after that. Well, I think that you actually took the hammer and you hit the nail right with it because up until that point, Tiger had this imagery also. He was very, you know, I tell my wife about this all the time. Like, Tiger Woods wears facial hair, right? Yeah. But he only wears facial hair in what he considers shit little tournaments. Like, say he was playing in the A&P Nationals. He don't have a fucking goatee, blah, blah, blah. He plays in a big one. He's clean-cut Tiger because those he knows the old eyes. That damaged his image so bad that being caught cheating, running into a fucking tree, or running up the block behind him. It was, yeah. matter of fact, that was some, um, that was some, uh, what do you call that? Worldwide hip-hop shit. Yeah. And it, World it, it, star. It didn't really help that she was white, so. Oh, yeah, that was some she World was star stuff. He was Tiger, so. And he has never, I don't think that he actually has won a major tournament. That was 2010. Actually, yeah. his last major tournament was in 2008. So I can clearly tell you that he has won nothing of significance since that incident happened. You know, and, yeah. it, and it, 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 I kind of think he shot himself in the foot too. Because he was built up on this high pedestal. And some of the comments that he would make as if he wasn't, um, as if he wasn't culturally, he wasn't attentive to social issues that were going on around him. Now, I'm going to say this. I have, I have a personal Tiger Woods story, and it's going to be very quick. I worked at 30 Rock. Dirty Rock, you run into celebrities of, and you cannot imagine on a daily basis the amount of, you could run into five, six different celebrities per day at Dirty Rock. Between the Tonight Show, 
And this was before Fallon even was there. Or oh, Fallon had just started. So, you know how you go through a, uh, what do you call that, the uh, revolving door? Yeah. So, I leave the exit to go. I'm getting off work. I'm going home. So, I'm going towards 47th Street and 6th Avenue. So, there's a revolving door right there. Right across the street is uh, Radio City Music Hall. That's exactly where the entrance is. So, as I'm leaving to go through, a car, uh, 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 a Maybach pulls up. And this guy gets out of this Maybach, and he starts walking towards the revolving door. I look up, I go, oh, shit, it's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods gets into the same revolving, not the re same revolve, but the same little one that I'm in. Say the one that I'm already, because he wants to get out of the street so much that as he takes the step to get in, I'm coming out. So we're in the same one. So we keep going. I'm going out, but I said, fuck it. I go around with him. <laughs> you know that I stood there. Uh, I guess we're touching. I say, what's up, Tiger? What's, what's, how's it going? You know, he never even acknowledged me, and we were in the same fucking revolving thing. He kept his head straight. He never even looked at me as though I wasn't there. When I got to the outside, his security grabbed me by the arm. Actually, what was I doing? I said, I'm leaving work, you stupid motherfucker. Trying to hop in with me? I didn't hop in with him. <laughs> had the nerve to grab me by my elbow and say, what are you doing? I was like, why don't y'all go fight with that asshole? Because I'm obviously he's in the lobby. He's going to get lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know where I'm going. I work here. He wanted to get up because now you got this crowd. One thing about 30 Rock, you would always have these crowds who would stand out these doors and just stand and scream, oh, blah, 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 I'm not paying attention. And I get home. I, I said, damn, babe, you're not going to believe this. So she was like, you're in the same river. I was like, no, I was in the same. Just think about it. You know how Evolving Door has like three holes. We're in the same fucking hole together. I got to stuck my hand in his pocket. This fucking guy never even... I say, how could another human be that close to a stranger and don't even look at him? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I just, you know, when you get to those that certain celebrity status, it's like you don't even pay attention to other humans, and he damn sure didn't do that. Yeah, it's like, oh, you forgot where you came from? Yeah, he, you know what? Tiger only remembered when he was black probably when he took his pants off and thanked his father for his penis, and... When he looked at his father. Yeah. So, okay, now, you know, it seems like we got a, a small a sports motif going. What do you think about this Ball family being a reality show? You think you'll watch it? Nope. I'm going to agree with you here. I'm not interested at all. Not interested. That's what they look like they're selling. They may be hurting his draft position, but not, I'm not interested at all. You know, I watched him. In the game that I watched, he wasn't impressed at all. It was a game they lost to Kentucky. He was definitely outplayed. I mean, he looks like he had some real good ball handling skills, and he's smart, but his shot wasn't on that day, and that kid from Kentucky went ape shit. Yeah, you know, I feeling that they're going to – I mean, I, I hate to wish this on people, but if his if his ego is this high at this stage in his career, he may go step on Marbury route. Hmm. Where you can't play – on a good team 
and it, it has to be all about you. So you, you're not going to make it anywhere. But the next thing you know, you're playing overseas somewhere. Because well, the ego is too big. Uh, Phil Knight said he's very interested in the kid, but he better calm down with that billion dollars. Yeah, like, dude, you're still in college. Like, make, like bring your ego down. You're not, you didn't even make it to the league yet. We don't know how your scale is going to transition over to the NBA. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's weird. Uh, yeah, but these guys are much bigger. Yeah, some, sometimes you may have a point guard. You might have to guard someone that's not a point guard. Well, a lot of times. Yeah, so it's different than college ball. So we have to say your skills are going to transition over. And then if you want to get a big head after that, then fine. But you have to prove it on the court. I hate players that come out. I just hate players that have these big egos and don't show and prove. Well, and you know what? Let's not forget the main thing about a rookie. It's not like you are a free agent. Rookie, somebody's going to draft you. And your ass could end up in. You could end up in Sacramento, or you could end up in Philly. You could become a Brooklyn Net. I mean, I know he wants to be a Laker, and even though the Lakers suck, but it's home. But you yeah. could end up a Brooklyn Net. I mean, it, <laughs> and that ain't easy on anybody's ego right now. Yeah, you know, first of all, you're going to be playing in a big market and on a team that may give you 20 wins. Yeah, and see, that you was getting, you got more than that in your college year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you might get drafted to a team, and you don't even play your first year. Because if I'm not mistaken, the Nets, Boston has the Nets uh, draft pick. So the Nets don't even have a pick. The Nets don't have a pick. So he'll, if, if Boston drafts you, there may be a chance you don't even start. Because they're not going to finish their point guard who's been busting ass. Well, that's true. You, you got it's, it's uh it's this is going to be one of those some things you got to see wait to see how they play out. Uh, Lavar well, Ball like is going to be knee. yeah, yeah. Any you know what injuries happen, real life happens. Yeah, and on top of it, the way his father is going, people will have a certain amount of disgust and hate in their stomach for him. Say he has to, you know, in the summer they play the summer leagues. Yeah. Who that, that kid that already knows he's going to go to the NBDL? You're like, you know what? Every time he comes to the lane, I'm going to fucking elbow him hard because he seemed to have the whole world. I got shit. Yeah. I got nothing to lose. I take his leg from him. Yeah. And it seems like his father's doing it for the payday. Like, your son is going to get a big NBA contract regardless. Why are you shopping the reality show? So you telling me. He needs to have the pressures of the NBA and reality television right now before he even begins his uh, NBA career. Yeah, when he should be focused on balling. Yeah. Matter of fact, reality TV could probably turn off more sponsors than anything else. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't watch what you would call typical reality TV. I guess to a certain degree... All of us watch some form of reality TV, if we know it or not. Well, I like uh, The Ultimate Fighter, so that means I'm guilty of watching reality TV. Yeah, I watch reality game show TV. Yeah, but, yeah, okay, so, but I don't watch The Real Housewives of nothing. I don't watch Love and Nothing. You know, I don't watch Black Ink. I'm not watching any show. I've come to the point 
Yeah, I can't watch stupid black people on TV. <laughs> now, now, people used to be like, what do you mean by that? I was like, yeah, I used to watch Mob Wise. They was Italians acting like fools. I can't watch, because I feel like people watch this show, I'm like, all black people act like this. Now, you can have a bunch of, like, for instance, like, um, you can have, like, a white show where people, they can be acting as dumb as they want. But no one in their mind is going to say all white people act like that. But if it's a black show, you're going to have some people in this in this country alone that's going to be like, you know what, all black people act like animals. Hmm. Hey, man, before we wrap this up, let me just ask you one question. Who you got tonight in the NCAA Finals? Um, I'm going to go with North Carolina, man. Okay, so I'm going the opposite direction. I got to go with the Bulldogs of Gonzaga. I'm hoping that's the way that turns out. Uh, I think I think I'm only going with North because the women just went for South, right? Yes, South Carolina women won the uh, national championship. And I have to congratulate their coach, Don Staley, uh, Hall of Fame, all-time great female basketball player, won Olympic gold medals. I mean, if you don't know Dawn Staley's history, you could just Google her. Her history's out there. I mean, she was a great, great champion. Yeah, and you know, great, great tonight for North Carolina, for the Carolinas, I guess. Yeah, and I wish the game was, was going a little early. I'm not staying up to 12 o'clock watching two teams I don't care about. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. And UConn, 111 wins, man, and they finally lost the game. Yeah, that missed, it was Mississippi, right? Mississippi State. And that yeah, is that was why... A good, that was a good... Uh, I actually watched the ending of that game. That was a pretty good... That's why you play the games, man. You never know. You just never know. Somebody yeah. thinks that the odds are stacked against them. Just play the fucking game to the best of your ability. Yeah, don't believe those books. That's right. I wish yeah. I would have betted on them, though. Give the people our info, my friend. As always, folks, you can catch our world on YouTube. Sorry, you can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at NetboyDoc. Most importantly is our YouTube page. Please subscribe, hit those likes, thumbs up, thumbs down, comment. We don't care if it's positive or negative. You can find us on YouTube at NetboyDoc. Okay, well, this is Doc on behalf of NetBoy, Doc, and our world, and we're just going to tell you peace.